Let's get ready to roll. Welcome, 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 welcome. It's a fish and chip podcast. How's that for that was, curveball? That was nice. That was sick. Sounded, except our recording things. Whenever there's a sustained sound, it always mutes it a little bit. But I think it picked well, up. Well, we're gonna we're gonna find out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Fish and chip podcast back with you on a Friday edition. How are we doing over there, Daily? Me? Uh, fine. I'm Dan Fish. I want to give a shout out today because this person's been ragging my balls. <laughs> shout out to Davy Boy. Shout out to Davy Boy. Shout Davey Boy. Davy Boy. Wow. Hey, Davy Boy. He got a t-shirt and he hasn't worn it yet, apparently, but he tells me that I got to give him a shout out in order to wear the shirt or something. So I'm going to uh, well, tell him to wear the shirt. Now he's got to wear it for a week straight. Wear the shirt to Christmas. <laughs> wear it to Kramis. Speaking of Kramis. 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 One week away. Get your shopping done if that's what you celebrate. Is it? Yeah. Is it really one week? Is that it? I don't know. And one week. Yeah. It's Friday. Man, one week since it looked amazing. One week from Friday. All right. What do you want to talk about first? Uh, Should we talk a little NBA stuff? Sure, guys. So you can tell me what's hap- hip happening. All right. Play the sound chip already. Whoa. You go from like waiting to segment two for two episodes. Now it's right away. Okay. It's time for Dan's favorite athlete on earth today. Giannis Antetokounmpo signs a five-year Supermax deal. Stay with Milwaukee's extension. So he'll be there for the next six seasons unless he's traded, obviously. Um, That's the favorite athlete of the day because I appreciate stars that stay in small markets and try to build the team around. Yes, me too. Uh, Good luck, but that might be a bad thing for his career legacy because he probably won't win a ring over in Milwaukee. But he's still my favorite athlete of the day just because defy the social norms. Maybe I appreciate that. Maybe he'll set a trend where superstars stay with their teams. Like, for instance, Carl Anthony Towns is going to stay with the Timberwolves. I hope so. Or is he going to leave and search for a ring like Kevin Love? <laughs> search for a ring like every athlete does or every NBA player does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Giannis, Atatakopo. Speaking of athlete. NBA athletes, have you seen the recent pictures of James Harden? Uh, yes, I did, and that's what I was going to bring up next. With Giannis signing with the Bucks, with his Supermax extension, James Harden now is the one that everybody's talking about, and it's getting really annoying um, because he's demanded a trade, but yet finally showed up and is playing preseason games, and he's kind of chubby. chubby, yeah, chubby. He's uh, put on some pounds, I think. I think his level of caring has gone down quite a bit. Yeah, it seems like it. Um, I, I couldn't hardly believe it was him when I saw the picture. <laughs> I mean, I feel like he's always had a little punch to him. Yeah. That's just me. Yeah, I guess. He's just, I don't know, maybe it was just the warm-up shirt he was wearing, but <laughs> it looked like he had a, almost a beer belly going on. Do you want me to read what I wrote down for this segment, part yeah. of the segment? Yeah, yeah. Get ready to scratch the record player. James Harden is a d- that's what i wrote down <laughs> oh okay that's what i wrote down <laughs> i've never been a fan of his but now i'm just like really not a fan especially with everybody talking about him nonstop on tv i could i almost got ill on wednesday Ill. 
almost got ill watching all the stuff that people talk about him for hours and hours. I think his thick beard also makes him look like he's weighs more too because it's kind of a round beard. Yeah, but he needs that thing because if you ever saw him without a beard, he looks... Oh, yeah, he looks strange. <laughs> he's, he's a strange-looking character. You should do that some season. Just shave it off and shave his head and show up and people be like, what is this? <laughs> it's Hames Jarden. And Times Award for Ugliest Man on Earth goes to... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's my NBA talk for the day. Take it away, Chip. Sure, baseball, because stuff keeps happening <laughs> big news this is this is yeah this is some long overdue updates to the records the old i can say this right negro leagues yes you can say that because that's the official name is now a part of mlb history as in um they have added their records or it's part of the official mlb record so it used to just be basically its own league of professional baseball players that were only black in like the what 20s, yeah, 20, 1920 to 1948. But now MLB is recognizing it as an official pro league and is adding it to the official MLB records, which is long overdue. Good move. Good move. Yeah. It uh, basically adds, I, I would assume it would mean some of these people that only played in that league can be part of the MLB Hall of Fame now, but. I have no idea how that would work. Yeah, or at least like if they hit a bunch of home runs or something there in the history books for like you know, yeah stats at least, which I mean deservingly so. I mean, yeah. So basically, all those athletes that would have been probably superstars in the MLB were not allowed because of the color of their skin. So now they're, I mean, it's too late for most of them because they're a lot of them because they don't they're not alive anymore, but passed away yeah for those that still are alive it's gotta gotta feel kind of good even yeah though. i mean even even the african-american players that played in the mlb are probably shedding a tear today yeah so happy you know so uh good move by mlb yeah. um just following up on the cleveland indians change their name good stuff happening on baseball yeah maybe they won't freak out about bat flips anymore too Dude, all the bat flips. I need more bat flips. <laughs> I need bat flips in my life. I need more bat flips. I need I need more swagger on the field. Like uh <laughs> Trevor Bauer. Gotta be repping that swag. Uh-huh. And Con- the Connor McGregor walk he did. Just need that for all the pictures <laughs> when they strike someone out. <laughs> Speaking of Connor McGregor. I-, I think they need to have that walk. And strut when they're walking in to the mound, <laughs> yes. not walking off. I think it's. I think that's the intimidation factor. And then uh, walk out of the bullpen, just strut. Yeah, the bullpen guys need to do that and not run. They need to just walk. <laughs> just, just take a day and a half to get to the mound. From center just field sh- to the mound. Just strut. Just who was who that guy? Who was that guy? Was it like Brian Wilson or something like that? Is that a, oh. is that a name? Yeah, that's a name. Had a huge beard. Yeah, for the Giants. Giants. I remember him. He was awesome. Yeah, he was awesome. Like, he would be the guy to do that. (laughs) That's what I want. More people like that. Like, not saying the other athletes are stupid or whatever, but. Not saying that you have to go out there and be a cockhead. Yeah, but just, you know, a couple guys like that on each team. Just a little hype. You remember, like, the Sports Center commercial with him where, like, his 
beard turned into like snakes or just <laughs> something like that. No. <laughs> like scaring people. Yeah. Look no, that one up. Okay. We'll share it on our Twitter page at fish and chip. Will uh, we? You'll have to remind me. I will send you the video. I will look it up right okay. after this. Uh, speaking of Brian Wilson, now that we're, wow. Uh, so he was super good during the Giants World Series runs. I remember there was a petition to get him to host SNL <laughs> after one of those because <laughs> that's just the type of guy he was. Obviously, it never happened, but it should have. I thought, think he would have been hilarious. Yeah, see, like the thing is, like he 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 looks like a hilarious guy, but I I never remember him ever talking. I think he was. <laughs> Now I need to look him up. I'll look him up during our break and see. But I think he actually was pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, he his beard was next level intimidation. Yes, from a closing pitcher. Uh-huh. All right, so you said so. I interrupted you with Brian Wilson, but you were saying. Speaking of Conor McGregor, yeah. So that was about to be the perfect segue because we're talking about a Conor McGregor walk, but then things happen. Segways are weird. Uh-huh. So. He actually did something good. I mean, he probably does a lot of things. Actually, I've heard he does a lot of things good, but um, the media never picks it up. Anyway, so he's from Ireland. There's this local gym in County Laos. I might have said that wrong in Ireland. That uh, So with all the lockdowns and stuff, this gym has had to shut down three different times. And this third time, the owner said, was probably going to be the last because he couldn't afford to keep it open. Then in comes Conor McGregor, and he's like, hey, man, I got you. And now the owner says he can stay open indefinitely. So I don't know how much money Conor gave him, but a lot to keep running forever, basically. And, and your o- salary. Yeah. <laughs> the owner said Conor does stuff like this all the time, but media never picks it up, which uh, it's kind of cool to hear that. He always seems like a arrogant, kind of mean guy, but I bet he yeah. does a lot of stuff like this that no one picks up because it ruins <laughs> the media's perception of him. But also maybe he doesn't want the media to pick yeah, up because he's gotta be he's gotta be the bad boy, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. He doesn't want to he doesn't want to be seen giving money. But I also I wonder about that a lot about a lot of athletes. Yeah. Like, what they do to their communities as far as giving back. Like we mentioned Avery Bradley giving like what, forty thousand dollars or something like that to the WNBA families this 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 summer during their bubble experience. Remember? About, uh-huh. like, yeah, yeah, I remember. Kid. Yeah. So, like, that's not a huge chunk of change to a guy that is making, you know, $8 million a year or whatever. So, like, we did hear about that. But, like, how many people do we not hear about, you know, the guys that are making $1 million and, and donate, you know, even yeah. $10,000 to a small community can make a huge difference. So, yes. um, yeah, I wonder about that all the time. Like, oh, we hear on the bottom line, this guy gave $500,000. Well, he's making you know, 40 mil this year. I think he can afford that. Yeah. <laughs> but also like, where are the guys not getting credit for doing, you know, as much as they can in their communities. So uh, makes me wonder about all the people we don't even hear about. So yeah, kudos and hats off to them. Yes. Speaking of that, this, I have a memory that just came, not a memory. I guess it just happened last week. Uh, our boys, Tony Paz, Tyler Joseph, uh, they were doing a charity stream on Twitch last week playing a game. Anyway, he was saying, because this summer he faced backlash for like not speaking out about a bunch of stuff. And then during the stream, he finally said, well, I've been doing this charity thing every like Christmas for the last like 10 years. And no one's like, he doesn't do it to make media coverage or anything. 
so no one knew about it. And then he's like, well, I'm just saying this now just so people know. But he does like charity things with Children's Hospital and Make-A-Wish every winter. And he does stuff year round. So like you said, there's probably athletes that do stuff like this and famous people that don't do it for the media coverage. Yeah. Like you don't need, you don't need ESPN or ABC to, you know, pick you up and headline you on a story or an article, you know, just because you did something good, you know, like if you did it all the good of your heart, doesn't matter if you're getting publicity for it. So, yes. But I think a lot of fans don't realize that. And then they get mad and like, my, my favorite athlete doesn't do anything. Well, so chill out, probably folks. Probably are, yeah. Yeah. Well, I got nothing else for segment one. You want to get to NFL talk segment two here? Yes, sir. Fish and Chip Podcast. We're on Twitter at Fish and Chip Pod, as I mentioned. Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Machine, and Amazon. Most places you get your podcasts. Uh, what was that one last week that we talked about? Bullhorn. Bullhorn. Segment two next. <laughs> Welcome back to the Fish and Chip Podcast. Um... For some reason I'm shouting out Bristol, Connecticut, where ESPN's based, because Dan said to Fish and Chip Podcast. Dan, do you want to tell them uh, why or the conversation we just had in the Let's break? Let's get the beef out of the way, <laughs> shall we? Sure. Apparently, Lewis Riddick, who works for ESPN, he's a Monday Night Football caller, also on NFL Live. He is interviewing for the Texans and Lions GM job. I pray to God he gets it. I hope you're rooting for Lions. <laughs> yeah, so do I. Rooting for you, Lewis. Actually, I don't want. I don't. Here's why: because I don't want to listen to you anymore. I don't want to listen to you anymore. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that Sorry, uh, you and I were texting at least something. Uh, the Eagles Monday night game, I was just getting so upset because he was nitpicking every pass Carson Wentz was throwing. Literally every single And it play. was so annoying. And he was Oh, he's got to throw this ball three inches farther. Oh, he's gotta know that he needs to throw this one three inches outside of yeah. where he threw it. Like he that's not good enough. Oh, he's gotta know that it's man to man coverage. And you gotta find the man beater. You gotta yeah, find the man beater. He used the term find man that guy that <laughs> Find that guy that assaulted 15 people last night and find that man beater. Yeah, like, come on, dude. Now he's going to manage rosters. Yeah. I, mean, I said, uh, I said sure. like, you had a very unsuccessful career as a defensive back in the NFL. Went and worked in the front office for the Eagles, I believe, for a little while. Had an unsuccessful career there. Now you're going to try to be a GM. Have an un- unsuccessful career there, too. Good job, bud. But yeah, yeah I hope, I'm hoping for the best. Go to the Lions. It'll only help the only help the Vikings out. Yeah, that's that's why I said. But on the same side, I'm like, ah, the Lions have suffered a long time, so maybe they don't need him. Gotta find that man beater. <laughs> He's gonna destroy a quarterback. You need right, to throw oh, this perfectly. On a, on a better note, I had another highlight from the NFL this week. Oh, coming up here. Unfortunately, Jason Garrett has contracted the coronavirus. Well, at least he's tested positive. So it sounds like he will not be coaching for the Giants this weekend. He is the offensive coordinator for the Giants. However, Hmm. do you know who's going to step in his place? Uh, Pat Shermer's coming back. Nope. Um, By the way, the Giants play the Browns this week on Sunday Night Football. Remember? Yeah, that's right. Big game. Guess guess who's going to be calling offensive plays for the Giants? Mayfield. Freddie Kitchens. Oh my gosh. Still <laughs> the head coach from the Browns last season. 
He was not a good coach. <laughs> he was not. No, but he's going to be calling plays for the Giants. So Was he like the assistant uh, offensive coordinator then for the Giants or something? He must have been, um, or at least like maybe the quarter, quarterback coach. The janitor? <laughs> Probably be better, more suited for that. But. Are we getting mean on this episode today or what? <laughs> oh, man, that is, that is good. Find the man beater. Oh, happy, happy holidays. We're being mean. Happy, happy. We got to get all our <laughs> negative thoughts out this week so we can be happy next week. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of next week, we're doing a bloopers episode on Christmas Day. Yeah, we'll let you know next Tuesday what's going on. Yep. Okay. All right, what's next? Uh, Let's talk about that Monday night game we predicted, huh? Yeah. Yeah, 40. Well, I I texted you. I said, I feel like this game is going to be 45-42, and it was for like a minute. (laughs) Yes. So, yeah, you you texted me first, and you're like, we need another high-scoring game. We haven't had one in a while. I was kind of well. I was, well, I was like, the, the Monday night football games are normally getting more boring than yeah. what Thursday night football games are. Kind of <laughs> like, yeah. Monday night football games used to be like the one that you wanted to play on, and now it's like, eh, those are bad teams. Yeah, but now finally, is <laughs> it looked good going in? Like I didn't think it would be that high scoring though. It wasn't the the over under was like forty total points? I think forty three. Yeah. The way that the way the Browns and Ravens marched down the field the first time, I was like, "It's gonna be forty-five, forty-two," and yeah. it was until the lateral play that ended up in a safety. <sighs> so that that lateral, the uh, the betting lines throughout the day and leading up to it. Um, at one point on Monday before the game, the line was three points. Uh, Ravens favored by three, and in the last few hours, it got to three and a half. The Ravens. So then people were like, okay, we're betting on the Browns to cover that, which they did <laughs> until, until they, they uh, were trying to score at the end and threw the ball around. So it was a three point game. So if you bet on the Browns, you would have won your money. But then they kept throwing it backwards and gave up a safety, which made it a five point game finish. So all the bets switched then. And the basically final no time left. On a play that didn't mean anything, <laughs> a lot of people lost their money, and some people that thought they were going to lose won some money. I had five grand on the Ravens, so I'm pretty happy. Oh, did you now? I had five grand on the Ravens. All that podcast oh. money, huh? <laughs> no, that's only six dollars. I had five grand. Oh. On the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was very happy when that safety happened. I'll believe you. Also, Lamar, out of a superhero film, came Dude, back yeah. on the field after cramps. <gasps> oh, and like it couldn't it couldn't be scripted any better than this. It so the like Ravens are down by what? They're down by like four touch, I believe. Oh yeah, they were down by four. They were down by four. I don't know, maybe something like that. Whatever. They're losing. Trace McSorley, backup quarterback, is in. He gets jacked up, like possibly lost his leg uh, i think he sprained his something in his knee i'm pretty sure he dislocated his knee is what the official diagnosis was like Ow. his knee did not conjoin at a joint anymore <laughs> uh, so anyway uh he's the back quarterback they don't have a third string quarterback on the roster they're like who are they gonna throw out now and here comes lamar just trotting <laughs> out of the locker room because he was in the locker room getting treated with you know for cramps probably having an IV and you know a banana some Gatorade Uh, 
he he comes trotting back out, and what one or two plays later, he throws a touchdown. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. On the heck, I'm trying. Oh, okay. I'm trying to find the scoring plays, but it's it was fourth down no. too, right? Yeah. It was tied. Yeah, it was tied. I believe so. They score a touchdown, go up seven. Browns march right back down. Baker Mayfield leads them, score a touchdown, tie it up, 42-42. Ravens get a field goal then um, on the next drive, up three. And then, like we said, lateral, 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 safety. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, the official stance says one play minus 25 yards, safety. (laughs) Well, it's better than the Pat Mahomes uh, sack that he took this weekend. Set a record. The biggest sack. and Yeah, okay. Longest sack. This is like 31-33 yard sack. And you just thought, like, the whole time when he was spinning out, you just think, like, oh, he's going to rip this thing down the field and find, like, Tyree Kill for, like, 12 yards. (laughs) Nope, got tackled 33 yards. He would be the one to set that record, though. (laughs) Yeah, he would be because he does, like, you know, retreat very quickly and have the arm strength to just be like, all right, I'm just throwing. And flip his body and throw it like a second baseman or shortstop. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's see. I don't know. Another good picks. stuff, but yeah, let's just do a picks. Let's play it. It's time for Survivor Picks of the Week. Woo! All right, so let's remember now. You are in the position where one more point guarantees you the win for the season. You're at 17. I'm at 13. Yes. We have three weeks left. Um, I have one lifeline left. The most points I can have is 17. So if you get one more correct, you are the victor for the win for the year. However, I did give you off air. I told you if you pick the Jets this week, I will give you three points. But it sounds like you're not doing that. I'd almost be stupid not to. Who are they playing again? They're playing the Rams. There's no. In LA. I I mean, the Rams are favored by like 17. 17. 17 and a half. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I could just try to win, you know, the four points that I have remaining and you just okay. have to go one for three to beat me. So why would I not take that? But I'm trying to say that I'm picking the jets week 17, man. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to say, Patriots. I will just play this in order to maybe get as many points as I can. Um, I'm thinking about Jets week 17. Um, I'm going to go Colts this week. There's, yes. Okay. There's theories going around about that. Do you care to explain why? Okay. So here's the deal Patriots uh, probably not make the playoffs, um, especially if they lose this week to the Dolphins. Yeah. They'd have to win the next two for sure. Have, yeah, for sure. Um, I'm thinking they'll be out of the playoff hunt, at least maybe eliminated mathematically. Um, and the Jets, they have zero wins on the season. The Jaguars have one. If they would both have one at the end of the year, the Jaguars would actually get the number one overall pick. So going into week 17, if it's zero wins versus one win, I think Bill Belichick's going to say big middle finger to the Jets organization and say, I hated you guys all along. I, you know, he used to be a coach there, I believe. Um, and he hates coaching against them <laughs> or he has been coaching against them for 20 some years. I think he's going to be out there and be like, ah, yeah, Cam Newton, why don't you just 
come over here and sit on the bench and let's throw Jared sit him out there and score one point. <laughs> one point. Impossible. Score three points on the day. <laughs> Yes, sure. And the Jets will win week 17, 6 to 3 over the Patriots. <laughs> this is so. <laughs> and then they'll both, both the Jags and the Jets will be at 1 and 15, and the Jags will get the number one overall pick, and they will get Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, this is also Bill doesn't have to face Trevor Lawrence for the next 20 years, potentially. Yes. And then also, then they'll take uh, Justin Fields, the Jets will, number, number two overall pick. And then he'll turn out to be a bust. I don't know. He he might be good, not on the Jets, but no, I I don't I don't think he will be bad. I think he's a really good quarterback. There's uh, really wait. good athlete. I'm just I just I'm just laughing like this yeah. this total Patriots thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Which is uh, weird because a few weeks ago I'm like week 17 is always hard to pick, so I'm like ah, I think I'm gonna t- take the Patriots, but now I'm <laughs> now uh, I'm like I don't know. These next three weeks are going to be tough. Yeah, well, you know, tough get going, right? Yeah, sure. All right, uh, I got the Colts. I got the Colts this week anyway, so what do you got? Colts. I am going with Tennessee Titans. Still have them. I can't, I can't believe that you haven't picked them yet. I know, right? Still have them. It's working out well. Uh, they're playing the Lions at home. And the Lions might not have Matt Stafford, so... I think I think Tennessee should win. Fingers crossed. Well, they need it. They need to stay in front of the Colts. You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I like that. Okay. But the last time I picked against the Lions, I lost. When Cardinals was that? Week, oh, three. week three. Week three. <laughs> yeah, except the Lions are really out of it now, so I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I don't. Who know. knows? But yeah, I feel like this game could be an upset. So we'll see. Daryl Bevel. Daryl Bevel. All right. Well, I got a game for you. You want to get, get game time now? Ah, Going to nice. get getting. Let's get getting. All right. Game time. Fish and Chip Pod coming next. Segment three. Welcome our new partner to the Fish and Chip Podcast. If you want to know more about Thrive Fantasy, ask Chip. Come prop up on Thrive Fantasy this season. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. They have eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask you about the top tier athletes in respective sports. They have awarded over $1.5 million in prizes since launching in only 2018. Use promo code FISH when you sign up to receive an instant deposit match between $20 and $50. Download Thrive Fantasy on the Apple App Store or Google Play Store by visiting their website, www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up using promo code FISH. Hashtag prop up today. Welcome back to the Fish and Chip podcast. Uh, it's game time. I'm Dan Fish alongside Chip Daly. I got a couple questions for you, Chip. See if you can get them right. Oh, boy. This is a game that I have titled Way He At. <laughs> Way He At. Like way yet, way yet. Now where there you, play you go. Peanut butter jelly Tom. Where you play school? Um, yeah, way yet. Where NBA NBA locations. I give you a player. You tell me where they're at now. After all this free agency and trading stuff. Okay. You ready? Uh, <laughs> oh boy, I, I don't follow the NBA very closely. There's so. players that have been drafted. There's players that have been traded. There's players that have been signed with new teams. I'm going to give you players. You tell me where they are. All right, let's give it a shot. 
you got like a one in 30 chance on every pick. So that's tough. <laughs> I don't think I used the same team twice. So you can Ooh, okay. process a process of elimination. So my, yeah, my, my odds get better each time. <laughs> yes. All right. Tell me what team way yet. Way yet. LaMelo ball. LaMelo ball. Uh, No, I'm trying to. Th- Lamelo Lamelo's the one that just got drafted, right? Correct, sir. He went to number three pick. Yep, I remember. <laughs> uh, Charlotte. Yes. That took too long. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's one that I was confused on, but I remembered after I looked him up. Andre Drummond. Formerly with the Pistons. Yep. Um. Did he stay in the North, kind of? Meh. Meh. <laughs> okay. I said meh. I don't know what you define as North. So I don't, I don't know. For some reason, I thought he went to Cleveland or something. Ding, 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 ding. Really? Oh, wow. Oh, boy. He replaced a guy that left Cleveland, Tristan Thompson. Where'd he go? Oh. The Lakers. No. I'll give you two chances now. Is it on the West Coast? No. He's got the exact opposite. East Coast. Okay. East Coast. The Knicks. No, he went to the Celtics. Hmm. Okay. Did not know that. A guy that also left the Lakers. Well, I guess Tristan Thompson didn't leave the Lakers. But, uh, not on the Lakers anymore. Dwight Howard, where did he go? Oh, gosh. I feel like he's been on like 10 teams. Where he at? Where he at? Uh, I honestly don't know. Um, East or West? I told you this over our free agency episode. Yeah, I don't know. I don't uh, He's on uh, the East Coast, and I said, I don't know. Philadelphia. Ding, ding, and ding, and ding, and ding. I said, I didn't understand that move at all. I don't know why he, why they would sign him, but yeah, yeah he's the backup set, center now for the 76ers. <laughs> all right. Austin Rivers. He's not playing with his dad anymore, is he? Well, no, because he hasn't been for years because he was in Houston and his dad was with the Clippers. And then his dad went to the 76ers and said, front office, don't sign my son. Okay. But sign my son-in-law, Seth Curry. That's that's what it was. Uh, did he go? Who, wait, where was he last season? He was with the Rockets last year. Is he with the Mavericks? Last, now? like, four or five years. He's not with the Mavericks. Is he in Texas? <laughs> <laughs> He's not in Texas. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Um, is he back with the Clippers? No. I have no idea. He's with the Knicks now. Mm-hmm. So he gets to play against his dad a lot. Yes, he will. He will get to play over there in the East Conference with the Sixers. Mm. All right. <clears throat> Chris Paul, guy with first two first names, Chris Paul. Chris Paul, Paul uh, I know he went to the. Uh, wait. <laughs> you don't. You don't remember the huge trade that we were talking he about. He was on the Thunder, but he went to the Suns. Yes, you're right. 
I don't know if he got dealt again for some reason. <laughs> no, like he's Ricky with, Rubio did. He's with Sun. Speaking of Ricky Rubio, <laughs> Ricky Rubio, where's he at? He went to the Thunder for like a day, and now he's with the Wolves again. Ding and ding and ding and ding and ding. All right, here's everybody's favorite name to say: Mobamba. Mobamba. Mobamba at. Where Mobamba at? I don't even know who he played for before, so. He's only played with one team because I believe he's only been in the league for two years. Yeah, I don't know what team he was even on. Mobamba. Was he I need Mobamba. No, mm. that's Taco Fall. Oh. This is another tall guy on a different team with a down name. the coast. Down the coast aways. Down the coast aways from Boston, eh? Uh, Miami. Same state. Magic? Orlando? Yeah. Yeah, he's with the Magic. I'm not going to give you credit for that one. Yeah, that was... I, don't want, I don't want your credit. I don't want your credit. I don't want it. All right, here's a guy that's been on a few teams in the last couple of years. Al Horford. Where he at? I told you this. I know I told you this. <laughs> you probably told me all these people, but I... Uh, he's got to be pretty old now, huh? Pretty old. Was he with the Hawks at one point? He was drafted by the Hawks, spent a lot of years there, went to Boston. <laughs> That's what I remember. <laughs> went to Boston for like two or three years, and now and then he went to the 76ers for last season. Now he's been traded out of the Sixers for Danny Green. Where was Danny Green oh, at? Uh, Thunder. He, he was a Clipper, or not a Clipper, a Laker, traded to the Thunder, and then they traded him to get Al Horford. So, so yes, he, he is a, he yeah. Thunder. Everybody's favorite former MVP that LeBron tears every knee ligament ever existing. Derek Rose. Ooh. Where Derek Rose at? He was with Detroit last year. Yeah, is he still there or is he somewhere else? Mm, well, I'm guessing because of this game that he's somewhere else. <laughs> Uh, did he join uh, his old coach in New York? No. Good. Because um, he didn't leave. <laughs> oh, he's still in Detroit? Yeah, he's still in Detroit. Oh, okay. <laughs> I had to throw a trick one in there. That, that, that guy was leave. tricky. Tricky, tricky. Also, this guy hasn't left his team that he's on. The guy who got in a headbutt match with Giannis. Mo, Vong- Mo Wagner. So I'm mean, gonna still remember him as at Michigan. Uh, yeah, is he with the Pacers or something? He was with the Lakers when he was drafted, but he got traded when they were clearing cap space for Anthony Davis. Uh-huh. But where'd he go? He was yeah. in the bubble last year, and that's when Giannis headbutted him. No, Giannis headbutted him. Got suspended. Yeah. Uh, oh, hmm. Um, obviously an East team. Yes. Uh, but it was one of the top eight, not the Bucks, not the Pacers. That leaves six. Wait, were the Pacers even there? Yes. Okay, so that leaves six. <laughs> no, not? it doesn't. There was nine teams on the East. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was thinking of the playoffs. Um... He was the only team that he's on the only team that didn't make the East playoffs that was in the bubble. I don't know who that was. Um. <laughs> All right, you give up. Yeah. Wizards. Oh. 
Yeah, I, know, yeah. I did not know that's where he was. All right, this is number 12. You have done 11 so far. You are 7 of 11. Woo! In heaven. All right, this guy has changed teams. He was with the Pelicans. Now he's with this team, Drew Holiday. The Bucks. Ding a ding a ding. Eight out of twelve. Good job, sir. Wow. Thanks for some of the easy ones. <laughs> What's that? Two thirds? Two thirds? Sixty six point six repeating percent. Uh good job, sir. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I know. I'm I'm the math guy. <laughs> the meth guy. <laughs> the meth I'm I'm the meth guy. My I'm teeth are falling out. <laughs> All right. Well, these, this show is off railed a long time ago, if you didn't notice, but we're having fun. It's Christmas time. It's Hanukkah, Chanika, Yannika, Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. That, All right. Is to you. you ready, Chip? Uh-huh. This is the Fish and Chip Podcast. We're on Twitter at Fish and Chip Pod, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Machine, and Amazon. Most places you get your podcast. Bullhorn! <laughs> Hashtag prop up at Thrive Fantasy promo code FISH, F I S H. That's FISH. Chip Daly over there says thank you for listening. I'm Dan Fish. I say stay sweet, universe. Woo!